0: My name is Dennis. I host this podcast. Welcome to episode number 12. It's that time again. Clayton Cooper is here. You guys know what's about to go down. It's EPL talk time. Clayton, how's it going, bro?
1: Uh, kind of mixed emotions about this episode. I know what we're going to talk about. Yeah. It's just It's a lot to talk about on my side as well as your side. <sighs> Things aren't looking so great.
0: But are you doing good? Just
1: today though yes i'm doing actually really good i'm on three hours of sleep I got, oh, why? A... Why? I got home at 3 a. I i got home at 3 a.m yesterday because i was uh, i was at minute made watching the college baseball game oh
0: right, right, right. yeah
1: and uh, it well we left early the game ended at like midnight good grief yeah it was awful but
0: thanks well that's exciting i've been telling a, a couple of people i was busy this weekend and i was on the clock i think for like 13 or 14 hours on saturday alone yeah i just was so busy we had a retreat with our students Mm -hmm. church and then had basketball games and i worked both jobs that day so it was just like it was a lot (laughs) so much so it was fun though also today i'm making the rounds on tiktok i don't have a tiktok account but uh my face is being uh or it's making the rounds on tiktok because apparently i look like lin-manuel miranda the hamilton guy uh Yeah, that's a whole other story for another day i need
1: to uh, find those TikToks. show I'll, me I'll, after this I'll,
0: yeah i'll send it to you after but sweet anywho so w- let's go ahead and get into it this when i was writing all this out earlier this theoretically should be a shorter episode but i you know you know us it's, i don't think that's gonna happen so listener <laughs> just be prepared for this to be an hour like it always is do you want to start with cup final or you want to start with the whole chelsea situation cup final okay let's do that so we are referring to the Carabao Cup final, which happened not yesterday, Sunday, because we're recording this on a Monday. We're recording this very early too. It's not like pitch dark outside, <laughs> uh, like it has been all of our other recordings, except for the first one, which we did in the morning. It was the last Sunday. It was Liverpool Chelsea, a very thrilling zero-zero draw. Which I know when you say that doesn't make sense, but it really was. It was a really great, fun, weird exhilarating confusing game that ended up with Liverpool winning 11 to 10 on penalties because nothing made sense about that game literally nothing made sense about that game so Clayton I'll let you start thoughts on the game I know obviously you're sad and disappointed that your team lost I'll say this to you now y'all had the better chances obviously like there's no way y'all shouldn't have won the game but you know it happens it's Football. I'm not
1: gonna yeah, I'm not gonna take anything away from both teams. I mean, whoever won deserved it really by exhilarating nil-nil draw by the means of that is it should have been like four three, four four. Yeah, absolutely. Should have been I mean eight or nine goal game, but it's just the chances were there, they just weren't frowned upon. I mean, looking back on it now, with like even this week's VAR decision with Liverpool. And that it kind of goes into question. I'm not salty about it because obviously it's you know it's a kind of a gray area. Just some refs call it, some refs don't. But there was so many offsides goals, even too, with Matips and Lukaku's and Havertz. It was just like it was a crazy game. But props to Liverpool. I mean, y'all played well. We played well. It was like I thought I'd be more upset at the penalty loss, but looking back on it, maybe it took like two hours kind of get over because like realistically we played well so there wasn't really anything to be upset about
0: yeah absolutely I mean literally Mason has to make one of those chances of like the three that he missed wide open and y'all would have won you know like y'all played mm-hmm. really well like Pulisic had a great game
1: really oh, yeah. really great
0: game he had a couple of great passes Lukaku made a difference all those things you know I told you this like after the game was over, I texted you this, that like that missed penalty by Keppa is the only differentiator between our teams this season. I know both games that we played this year or all three games, the two games in the league were ties. And then this was theoretically a tie until that penalty was missed. Mm-hmm. So how can you separate us? You know, like great coaches, great rosters, like too deep at every position, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So it was It was crazy, man. I thought from a Liverpool perspective, it was frustrating because there were moments in the game where we were like going on runs and it like didn't sustain. But there are moments Mm -hmm. when we were on runs that we looked really good. I thought the Thiago injury before the game kind of messed up the midfield dynamic a little bit because obviously Navi was not supposed to start and I don't think he had that great of a game.
1: And I'm Mm -hmm. glad they took
0: him off later for Harvey. Elliot, who played really, really well when he was on and kind of, you know, was like getting in people's faces and stuff. Should,
1: yeah, should deserve deserved a yellow card, but we're not going to uh, talk true, about true. it.
0: True. And also, Nabby should have gotten at least a yellow for the, the challenge on Chalaba, uh, yeah. um, to be fair. Kelleher was amazing. Um, oh my God. What a class. blessing it is to have him as our number two behind Allison. I just wish that the forwards would have done a little more. Diaz had a great game. Diaz has been really awesome since he got, and we talked about that last episode, but he showed once again that he's been really great. Didn't love Sadio, didn't love Mo, but they they had some flashes here and there. It would have helped to have Firmino a lot. It would have helped from a perception standpoint to have him in the game.
1: But Jota coming in
0: kind of helped in that regard. When uh, mm-hmm. he came on second half, you and I were just going back and forth like all three <laughs> hours of the game, and it was a cool tie, you know. Like, of course, zero zero draw should not be that exciting.
1: And, and 11-10 on penalties, yeah. I was like, they saved the scoring for this. Like, yeah, you see, and all the penalties Fabi- were
0: great. Yeah, the Fabian Panek, oh bro, that oh was my god. And then freaking, I'm not even.
1: I, I I punched my pillow a couple times. I was did, like, there's no way he did that to us.
0: And then the the Virgil. Uh, when Keppa was on the side that he shot at and he still got it past Keppa, like what a savage, what an absolute savage! And then there was a couple that Kelleher like tipped or like almost got, and then there was the one that Kanate had where where Keppa like hit it and it was like, actually hit it. Yeah,
1: Yeah. was it it the right
0: decision to put him in the game?
1: Yes, or yes, and no. Um, I don't think you know this, but Kepa actually has the most save penalty saves in Chelsea no, history. That.
0: Yeah, he's um, incredible in PKs.
1: He's incredible. And I think that he's known these players and obviously being in the league longer than Mindy has. I feel like, you know, it's strategically smart, but at the same time. You know, Mindy's a world-class keeper. You never know what kind of opportunity that he'll have. He's obviously had his penalty saves this year, as well as, you know, in the league and also at AFCON. So it's not really something that i bite my tongue over and kind of shoulda, woulda, coulda. But honestly, it was the strategic way to go.
0: Hindsight, looking back, I think Mendy's frame, just because he's bigger, could have helped on, especially those couple that, that Kepa had a chance on. To be fair... <laughs> Kepa's penalty went like fifty rows into the into the no. section. Yeah, what it, was, Rose said. it was. I uh, I was uh, a, <laughs> I was looking at a tweet of like a fan video of that, of that shot, and like it was just like looking at the Liverpool section, and it mm-hmm. took like four seconds for the ball to like appear on the screen. That's how far <laughs> it went into the stands. Dude. I know
1: it's it was, like. I was watching one where it was like decently, it was about like 15 rows up. So, but yeah, that ball went over their head and it was a good six, eight yards above the goalpost. And I was like, literally, I was just saying, I was just like, put it on net, dude. If he saves it, great. You know, you gave yourself a chance. But that, I don't know. It's just, it's just like leaving a birdie putt short. You just don't do that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, like freaking John Rom. Do you see that? That he like, Miss like a, like a two inch putt, uh, like yesterday or something like that. No, I didn't or see that. Basically, yeah, it was it was really bad. Like he like it was a tap in and he missed it. It was so oh, bad. God. Yeah, not great. Uh, but yeah, fun game. I feel like there there's no way that we don't see each other again this year. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. either we're gonna get drawn in FA Cup if we both advance, or somehow we're gonna get in a Champions League quarter or semi. Or in the mm-hmm. final, for God's sake! And we an go FA again. Cup. Yeah, or a, yeah, or a FA Cup final. I have a feeling that's not the end of the matchups between our teams
1: this year. I swear, if it goes to penalties, I'm not watching. <laughs> I'm Not watching. <laughs> that took that took that took years, dude. maybe a decade off my yeah, life. Yeah,
0: yeah. I was about to say, I f- I feel older after watching that game. Like my you body. Need Botox feels- for my wrinkles after <laughs> that one. <laughs> Oh, man, it was bad. Okay, let's shift gears now to Chelsea specifically. Why don't you explain the situation for the listener who has no clue what's going on with the state of Chelsea and their ownership?
1: So basically, to put into perspective, our owner is Russian. He's a Russian billionaire, very close to the oligarchs. Basically, he has a good relationship with Putin just because... He's a businessman. Obviously, it's not because he works with him. Obviously, he does something completely different than Putin. But he's just in his close circle. And Putin's allowed him to become rich. And one of the few, because it's it, it's a communist co- government. So he kind of chooses who's rich, who does, who isn't. And the UK is sanctioning all Russians right now. And they're basically wanting to seize their assets and freeze their bank accounts. And so with being Roman Abramovich and his situation earlier this week kind of just was like, Hey, you know, i have given it to the board of trustees. I'm kind of, you know, in the best interest of the club, in case something hap- happens with these sanctions, I don't want the club to go under or just not be in the right hands. And so he gave it to the board of trustees, but now Because everything, I guess it's getting serious. He's wanting to sell the club just so it's completely off his hands. You know, his hands are wiped clean. He's going to do his due process. It's not going to be a quick sale. But he wants to give it to obviously someone who's worthy of running the club. Seeing all these American people, the Jets owner, all these other people. It's just Connor McGregor! You know what? I would rather have that than an American owner. Really? I'm not kidding. Okay. Because... A lot of these, I don't know. It's just, it's very interesting. Like, this is a stupid comparison, but this is what I think of it as. It's like when that Chicago business firm buying out Whataburger, you know what I mean? It's uh like, it's a Southern thing. Keep the prim in England with the owners and stuff. And uh, there's been a couple names that have been thrown out there. Obviously, Conor McGregor is interested. Sir John Ratcliffe, the richest Brit in the world. Um, he wants to buy it, but uh, there's a lot of memes with that because apparently he's a Man United fan, but he's a Chelsea season ticket holder.
0: Really? That's interesting. Yeah,
1: they've been in talks, and I think there's been four proposals on the table for the club and that they're trying to work out, I guess, for the best deal. But that's kind of just to sum up the situation without getting political. and
0: Right, right, without getting into things about a literal war that...
1: Stuff that's way bigger than the
0: EPL, right. that's yes. for sure. Way bigger than sports, way bigger <laughs> than, than everything. What is the club valued at? It's like... About 3.54. Oh, I totally un- I totally lowballed that. Okay. Then why did I see a billion and a half? Is that what... That's what mean?
1: other people are probably proposing. Got it.
0: Okay. Got it, got it. So, got it. Roman
1: thinks that it's worth three, which I think it is, because the thing about it is he's trying to get the most money for it because he's actually... The net—I don't know if you, you probably heard about this—the net earnings that he gets from selling the club are going straight going to into charity. organizations to help with Ukraine.
0: Right, right. And so, which is very good that he's doing that. Which is you, which is really good.
1: Which and also he's not having Chelsea pay back his loans and he had about he's put about 1.5 billion euros into the club which that says something about an owner you know some of these dudes are very money-driven obviously they think of it as oh this is going to be a huge asset for me it's going to make me a ton of money but he's you know invested all this money and he doesn't even want it back that just shows for someone that's basically won us every trophy that you can win obviously not a championship trophy and not a Europa League trophy but
0: yeah, you'll won Europa League.
1: I uh, know. I just meant like, not like, I was making an example of just like the smaller cups. Like, he's won not us it, every okay. big, every big, yes. Okay. Title that you can win. Like I was about we, to say,
0: you literally won Europa three yo, years ago.
1: Well, yeah, we don't have the, yeah. I was like, no, I was like, we don't have a conference league. That's what I meant. Uh,
0: okay. Like sure. That kind of like, yeah, but nobody has because it's first year. But
1: I think it needs to do his due process. It needs to just not go to some random average Joe with a bunch of money.
0: Get Elon Musk in that. No, just kidding. No, rather rather have Jeff Bezos, but even, no, that, that, even ah. worse,
1: even worse. We're gonna have Amazon kits, and I'm gonna look like a freaking <laughs> Amazon driver supporting my club.
0: Well, better than three, whatever three is. What even do you, do you even know what three is? You probably don't.
1: What? Oh, the the, the sponsor the thing,
0: on your shirt. Sure.
1: Three is the official shop of Chelsea.com. Just kidding. Um, no, I'm looking it up. Okay, one second. Also,
0: speaking of Chelsea jerseys. Very mad that y'all get to keep the Club World Cup patch for the rest of the Premier League season. Not really? Yes, they approved it oh, for y'all. Let's go. I'm so not happy about that because Liverpool only got one game and Man U didn't even get it when they last got it. Like, what the heck? I'm trying to think.
1: Oh, I think it's actually a cell network. Because oh. it's talking about... Yeah, so it's basically a network. Oh. UK limited... Is a British telecommunications and internet service, mm. so that'd be like Liverpool having like a Spectrum, okay, sponsor, like sure, like, you know what I mean. Just sure, like sure, sure. Put into yeah. American terms.
0: Got it. Okay. My only other thoughts about that whole situation is that I'm glad he did it quickly. He easily could have waited or not done it at all. And I'm glad that he is doing the right thing and just trying to get it off his hands as quickly as possible, knowing that if he had kept him around, it would have not been good for him.
1: Apparently, they're not letting him into England. Like, I think oh, really? Got, I think he got deported because one of the things that that he said at the very end is he said, I wish I can go to Stanford bridge one last time and say goodbye. Right. So I guess he,
0: but was he not before or was he back in Russia?
1: I don't, I'm not sure, but I just don't think right now that they are going to let him in. If he's previously left,
0: I I'm not going to like ask you like, well, who's going to be the next owner? Because like, who, like, pff, how can we guess that? But I, mm-hmm. I would hope that, like you said that it's not some random bozo that just randomly comes in dude let a uh, let rick ross own chelsea he already is gaining up assets with his farm and his shout cow. out to all
1: the pair
0: yes <laughs> have you seen that video of him like with the cow like him buying the cow have no. you seen that oh i gotta send you that after two <laughs> i have lots of things to send to you i guess no
1: rick ross owning my club please
0: <laughs> <laughs> i think it'd be funny get rich or die trying anyway Okay, let's keep on the on the topic of our teams. The next five games for both of our teams, I'm going to list them off. Let's start with Liverpool. Tomorrow we play Inter in second leg of Champions League. And then our next two games are Premier League games at Brighton and at Arsenal, which are both pretty tough. We have an FA Cup game. They literally just announced it like half an hour ago who we're playing, and I don't know who it is at the moment but while i'm looking at ours we
1: got announced like right after the second
0: yeah i don't know why they waited for ours oh it's against the forest not even forest and then we play man U. they haven't said when that game is like it's postponed oh okay and then chelsea plays y'all play at norwich at home versus newcastle this week in the league and then Lille next week in france for that second mm-hmm. leg Middlesboro at Middlesboro for FA Cup and then a home game against bretford y'all definitely have the easier of the <laughs> hopefully it'd be nine points. Yes. nine points Nine points. nine points in the league you should be you should clear Leo that second leg yeah Middlesboro's been playing good though so that I wouldn't
1: Lent, that Town <laughs> game was scary I'm not
0: going yeah to lie. yeah Borough's been really good I think in championship this year I think they're top four or five I don't remember off the top of my head but That'll be a tough game because it's at their house too. They are sixth in the championship. Okay, so they're in the... They're They're in the the playoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I'm not too worried about tomorrow against Inter because we had stretches where we outplayed them and we're at home, so I'm not too Mm -hmm. worried about that. I am worried about that Arsenal game because that's going to be tough. It's at the Emirates and uh, it's going to be a dogfight because Arsenal, we'll talk about it here in a little bit, but they have been very, very good lately. They also have three games in hand. Let's talk about the games we played recently, though. You talked about the Lutton Town game, and then you had the 4-0 against Burnley this past weekend. what you like? what you didn't like?
1: I liked a lot of it. I mean, it's obviously hard to have takeaways in a 4-0 win. There's a lot of times where I felt like our defense was solid. We've worked very cohesively. It just felt like our back line is back again. Obviously, I mean, is Burnley the most... Dangerous team in the prim. No, but it's a prim team. All prim teams, I say, are, you know, they play at some level and they have the talent. So it was, it was a good rebound to really fix our, our little ninks and crannies. And so I felt like it was good. It was a good morale booster. Obviously, Havertz with two goals and LeBron with a assist and a goal is
0: nice to see. I mean, you'll know, trash them pretty hard. But yeah, that Lettentown game was very uh, pretty. But, you Timo yeah. did good, though. That was good for him to to play good and get a couple of, He had one or two goals.
1: A goal and assist. Lukaku
0: scored the other. As far as Liverpool goes, I mean, we trashed Leeds <laughs> like a couple of weeks ago since we last <laughs> talked. Absolutely just demolished them. And then we had a tough game against Norwich in FA Cup that Minamino saved us from. And then that West End game on Saturday was really weird. It was very sloppy. And yet somehow we grinded it out against a team, one of the few teams that has beaten us this year. I am very pleased with grinding out that result and still putting the pressure on City. We're six points back, but a game in hand. So it's all setting up for the chance to at least level them on points. When we play them here in a couple weeks, which that game is going to take another 15 years off of my life. So here we yeah. are talking about aging by the hour. That's yeah,
1: especially be... with that whole menu game.
0: Speaking which... of menu, <laughs> okay. oh my God, man. They are a dumpster fire. They're an absolute. Just travesty to watch. I mean, we talked about it yesterday when I texted you that video that I saw on Twitter of the first goal that City scored. Maguire is awful. Like, he was just hanging out, not marking his man, leaving uh, De Bruyne wide open in the box. McTominay was, like, jogging around, like, not trying to press the ball. Granted, they didn't have uh, Cristiano yesterday, but that's not an excuse. Like, you should at least be able to put your best foot forward against the best team in the world, arguably
1: in mm. Manchester
0: city. And they look like doo-doo and obviously sit, uh, United has a ton of problems and we know that, but mm-hmm.
1: man, there's, a, like, there's a reason why they call it manure. Um, <laughs> I just watching that game. I was like, this is the one game a year. I'm a United fan.
0: Yeah. But one.
1: Same. And he scored in like, what was it? The fourth minute. the fifth minute yeah it was like all right well i put a damper in it you know then i was watching you know sancho had that really nice goal That was a
0: very nice goal which had a
1: very nice ball from pogba and i was like okay and then after i said that mm -mm. yeah it was just like it's like they heard me over the television you know you silly american boy and they just piled it on and it was just i can't believe i can't feel for Manchester United fans with their defense. I just don't... I can't imagine what it's like because it's just like... I was so demoralized and it's not even
0: my team. Yeah, it's brutal. And I know he hasn't played as much this year as many people would hope because he's been hurt a lot. Mm -hmm. But even Varane hasn't even been that great this year because I guess it's just a product of the system or a product of the culture that he's in because... They've all downgraded all their center backs have kind of taken a dip in their form this year, him included, which sucks. Cause Veron is awesome. We know how good Veron is and how mm. good he's been for a long time.
1: It's just, it's just, I don't know why they haven't taken his captaincy
0: away. What are they waiting for? I don't know. I don't know. It's, are they
1: waiting from the light of Maradona to just like come down and just I, like, I guess so. Take man. it off of him. Like, I don't I guess so. I don't get it. Ragnick, I want to give him all this hope. You know, if, if you watch the previous episodes, I've talked really highly of him. But now it's just like, I don't think he's the problem yet. But this is clear of saying that Ronaldo's the problem. And R- Rashford's now wanting out because of his playtime. And it's just like, it just goes into question, like, what is actually going on? Did you the see
0: the bit that came out today that uh, had Mbappe left PSG from Madrid that uh, they were going to try to get Rashford to replace him. That came out today. I think Fabrizio tweeted that. Oh my God. At point. Yeah, yeah. Which at this point, that's probably what's going to happen now regardless because why would you want to stay there, you know? I agree with you in the sense that I don't think Ragnick is the problem yet, but it, it also doesn't help that It definitely seems like the players don't care for him because they just know he's going to be gone in two months. Like, gone from that, at least that role. Like, obviously, he's not leaving the club, but he's not going to be the manager at the end of May because there's no way they're going to give him the permanent title. So I would imagine, and I don't blame them. It's probably stupid that they feel this way, but I don't blame them for being like, well, this guy's not going to be around that long. Why do I have to, like, pour in my energy to, like, fight for this guy or rally around my coach? You know what I mean? Which is selfish. I do but. I
1: do have a point, though, and I don't want to make it about my club, but this is just an example. Think of it when Tuchel came in. It was kind of a similar situation, a new manager. Obviously, it was a little bit earlier on in the year, got a complete culture change. Um, obviously, we had a new system, somewhat, but the people really rallied behind them, and I feel like that's why we won the titles, because they backed him no matter what it was you know everyone was like oh we like him if we, when we had our bad stretches like he took full responsibility they rallied behind him and we won a championship and I feel like that competitive spirit is just gone right now and Roy Keane said it perfectly and Patrice Evra you know in the year, years past of ranting about him I think that you know at, at first it was an overreaction but now it's like it's personal
0: Patrice has been he's been ranting about Man U for like it feels like 50 years at this point. That dude always has something to say about them. But he's right. Mm-hmm. Everything that he says is right. And now you've got Neville saying crap about them. And, you know, Neville's, you know, diehard United guy. And even he's like, well, this is crap, you know? Yeah. So I don't know if a coach is necessarily going to fix all their problems, though. To be fair, like, if they get a Ponchettino or if they get Ancelotti, well, that rumor started flying around this weekend. Mm-hmm. If they get a uh, axis guy, like whoever they get permanently, I don't think they're gonna be able to fix everything. Though it reminds me a lot of Tottenham. Obviously, not as bad because they have a better group of players than Tottenham House mm-hmm. generally. But their midfield sucks, dude. Outside of Pogba, and I don't count uh, Fernandez in this. Fernandez to me is a is a forward because he essentially plays like one. Like he's an attacking midfielder, but he's not like a true true midfielder like like Pogba is. But outside of Pogba, who's probably going to leave this summer, they have nothing. Like, Fred is awful. We know that. McTominay, as I just ranted about him, he's not good. He, like, barely gives in, like, half ever half the time. I think Matic is probably the best of all of them, and that dude doesn't play anymore. And that's why last episode I mentioned the fact of, like, well, Telemans would be nice there because he brings a different sort of, like, flair and is a more complete midfielder than any of those other guys that I just mentioned. I don't think is just going to come in one day and make them fighting for the title with that current roster. No way. No way. Mm -hmm. But also, what money do they have to spend?
1: I mean, it depends on how much money they get from Pogba leaving from just like everything going out that just really goes to show how much money they truly have to spend. I think
0: his contract expires this year though, right? I think the deal is that he's probably going to leave on a free. They're going to have to find a way to get some money for him. If they don't make Champions League, they have to sell Ronaldo for whatever they can get, you know, because like, why would you want to stay there next year? Nobody will. Oh, we'll see. Their top four chances are decreasing by the day and not just because of their own play, but because of the team that we're about to talk about next, which is Arsenal, who, as we just mentioned, have been playing really, really, really good. If you really think about it, dude, and you're not gonna like me for saying this, they have a good shot to get third it's i'm
1: not i'm not denying it do i think it's gonna happen no no
0: i also agree it's obviously
1: it's obviously in the realm of possibility
0: you and i both trashed them at the start of the year because they were awful they were awful to watch that first game against Brentford was brutal and there's just so many problems and arteta has just been awesome i feel like we've praised them multiple times over these few episodes that we've done but like Like I said previously, the the way he handled the yank situation, the way that he has pushed to get the people that he wants, and implementing a good system, especially with their midfielders, of like finding the right patterns with Partey and Smith-Rowe and Odegaard, Mm -hmm. giving Martinelli more minutes again now that he's fully fit, and trusting Saka to hold it down on the right flank, and him playing really well, and making the best of Lacazette, who you know by all accounts should not be still playing this Mm -hmm. well and he's been he's had a lifeline you know ever since Alba left he's been playing really good and their back line looks really good now and the Ramsdale signing was spectacular because he's been one of the best keepers in the league this year I don't have enough good things to say about them and like I don't like Arsenal but like you can't not give them props you know Mm
1: -hmm. I'm still not going to give them props because obviously there's that London aspect, but yes, they are playing well and it's appropriate that they're in the spot that they're at with how they're playing. There
0: you go. You and I, I think both agree that they'll finish fourth at this point. Theoretically, you guys have a deeper squad than them and should be able to grind it out more so than they will. And I think they're more prone to have a slip up than Chelsea just because I trust Tuchel more than I do Arteta. And that's Mm. just the way it is. And they are firmly going to stay in fourth, in part because they've just been playing well. But the teams around them have been kind of eh, like Man U, for example. West Ham has kind of faltered over the last few weeks. Tottenham have, you know, Tottenham is Tottenham. Uh, We'll talk about them later when we talk about the team that they absolutely trashed a couple of hours ago. Mm. But also because Wolves, since we last praised them (laughs) in our last episode, have lost three in a row. I know. <laughs> like, what it's the, it's
1: the commentator's curse. <laughs> it really is.
0: Yeah.
1: It just seems like everything that we say on here, the opposite happens. It's just, I don't yeah. know. I guess these American lads are predicting our outcomes.
0: Yeah, like, so. they didn't look bad when they played Arsenal a few weeks. I thought they outplayed Arsenal, to be honest with you. But ever since then, like, I guess they, their confidence got shot. Because they had a rough 1-0 draw against, or 1-0 defeat against the West Ham. And then Palace came in and, and beat them at home. Mm-hmm. Which, like, Palace isn't a bad team. We know that. But for how good of a run they were on, it's just kind of over the span of a week, everything just kind of whoop, went back down again. So, at this point, where do they finish now? I literally have no clue.
1: It's just like, they're so hit and miss. It's just like, where would you put them?
0: If I had to throw money at it, I think Arsenal finishes fourth. West Ham finishes in fifth, maybe? And Wolves will either be sixth or seventh. But I don't know if I
1: want to put them over Tottenham. I think it's basically United's going to fall underneath Tottenham. They're just going to move up spots. Bro,
0: imagine if they end up in eighth. Lol. I, I don't think they're gonna
1: be eighth i think they're actually gonna be seventh i'm not even kidding you never know like man united is literally turning into a tottenham one day they play mm-hmm. really really well and then one day they literally play like they're norwich at home against Man city trying to salvage points
0: it's just yeah like man U's game against the uh, watford like why are you drawing to watford at home Watford is literally trying to survive and you hey, have let survive. the second best player in the world or third best player, depending on how you want to argue it. They need the points. Let them have it. Probably sixth or seventh at this point for Wolves, though. I want to be petty and just put United at eighth, so I'm just going to stick with that, even though I I doubt that's going to happen because they have too good of a roster. I agree with it.
1: I think Manny uh, Manny is going to finish sixth or seventh. I think Wolves might stick at eight in their current form. If they really turn up, I can see them getting seventh.
0: Then again, just because you have a good roster doesn't mean necessarily things are are going to go your way. And I'll talk about that with a specific team as we kind of go down the table here. But before we get to that team, let's talk about Leeds because they did the thing. They fired Bielsa since we last talked, mm-hmm. which I had a feeling it was going to happen. And much to my surprise, because I told you off air, that I thought, whoa, I was not expecting this to happen. They hired Jesse Marsh, who is an American coach, who last coached earlier this year with Leipzig, and it was a dumpster fire when he was there. It was not great but he did have a good run at Salzburg. I'll say what I told you off air previously here in a sec, but what are your thoughts on this hire? And looking back on it after they played their first game with him in charge on Saturday, what do you think? Is it good? Or is it going to help them stay in the league? Because obviously they're in a relegation fight. Like, What's the kind of mm-hmm. outlook you have on, on them now, now that they have Jesse as a guy? I mean, looking at it,
1: it's like whenever you sent it to me, I was like... Excuse me, out of all the names for the Leeds job, you would never you, I don't think I don't. you might disagree with me. I would never see Jesse Marsh in that position. No, I really wouldn't. It's a it's, it's a gamble. like I told you off air. it's very much a gamble because you never know what you're gonna get out of. You might get the Salzburg Marsh, or you might get the Leipzig Marsh. you never know where mm-hmm. you might even get I don't even know. I don't know what else there is left in Jesse Marsh. What
0: happened last game with them? They drew, right? Or they no, lost. they lost one nothing, but it wasn't like a terrible loss. Like, they played decent. And also against Leicester. Yeah. It was a late goal they gave up.
1: I don't think that's bad at all. I mean, in the position that you're in, obviously you want to score goals. You want to, you know, give yourself a chance to really, you know, give yourself a chance and not wait till the last day to get relegated. I don't think Jesse Marshall is going to come in and be like, Oh, three, no win, four, nil win, two, no win. Obviously I think a one nil loss to Lester isn't the worst thing in the world.
0: I'm not too familiar with his style enough to like really have a good grasp, but I know that it's pretty different from Bielsa's style of coaching and how they want to play. I told you this off air. I think it's a huge gamble. It's a huge gamble to bring in a guy who had a terrible, terrible run at Leipzig just a few months ago to bring him in, in the middle of a relegation fight when you're trying to survive and without your best players who have been uh, injured and Bamford and Calvin and, and all those guys. Oh boy. I mean, I, I don't think he's a bad coach necessarily,
1: I just don't think this
0: is the right situation for him. Like that Salzburg situation was so great because it's like a long-term, it was a long-term sort of thing. Whereas opposed to when he got hired at Leipzig, it was like they're in a good spot in Bundesliga to like make a run to to get in top four. And if they don't have success quickly, you know how Germans are, they're going to give you the boot pretty quickly. It's kind of the same thing here of like, he has one thing to do, and that's to keep them in the Premier League next season. That's the only thing he has to do. And if that's what you're hiring him to do, I don't know if he's the right guy for that because I think you need to give him... He's the type of guy that, to me, comes off as a, someone who needs a lot of support, a lot of backing, a lot of space to be able to do what he wants to do. And I don't know if he can do that in three months to like keep them in the fight. Now, do I think that they still stay in the league? Of course I do because they just have a solid roster and the teams below them, I have less faith in. I just, I don't know if this was the right time to bring him in. Maybe you kept Bielsa till the end of the year and then bring on Jesse. But I guess they just thought now it's just too desperate of a time to, to not make a change now. This is one
1: thing I was looking at similar to your point. Is he the right man for this situation? No. Is it, if they're pushing for a championship playoff spot to get moved up, I think he's the perfect man for that job. Yeah. Because, like you said, he'll have the space, he'll have the, you know, authority that a manager should have in signing players he needs, bolstering the academy. And I think that he would help the team a lot more in that aspect. And it'll be interesting to see what happens with him in this current position. But I think at this moment, I think they stay up
0: moving on. Let's talk about a, a team that I, I feel pretty comfortable saying was in the relegation zone because they've gotten so much better since we last talked, especially Newcastle, man, what money does, right? Oh, like, no. look at them, man. They've got 28 points now. I'm pretty sure if I, mm-hmm. am reading this correctly. Correct. yeah, they're now in 14th. They're five behind Brighton for 13th and oh, actually they're five behind like four teams. Sorry. They're five behind 10th place, (laughs) which you never would have thought that. And their last five games, they have won four times and have drawn once. So shout out to Eddie Howe. I think he's a good manager and he's obviously done a great job. And I know it's, you know, it's Saudi money, which is, you know, a little sauce, but it's working (laughs) because they've been playing. Pretty well, you know, Mm -hmm. you can't discount the fact that he's done a good job and the players have bought into him, both the players that they had before uh, the transfer window. And now that they have the new guys in Uh, Willick has kind of been brought back to life because I know he didn't have a good statistical year before um, January, but he's been really good lately. Uh, What are your thoughts on this sort of resurgence for them? I think it's awesome.
1: Honestly, it's a very historic club, and just seeing them play well, also with losing Trippier. That was kind of one of the guys I wanted to see succeed in that system. I think it's been really cool to see. I can't recall from last episode if, or last time we talked, if I said that Newcastle is going to stay down. No, Um, I don't think you did. I think you said they were going to stay up.
0: We both were in agreement with that, I'm pretty sure. Okay, good.
1: Because I obviously it wasn't it. I told you so. But obviously there is something that kind of clicked. It'll be cool to see. Shout out my boy Joe Selby.
0: True. Love Bald him. head looking. The tatted baldy. Yes. he. I, I would not want to get in a fight with him, though. <laughs> oh, <laughs> to no. be fair. There's I a like, lot of
1: dudes <laughs> I wouldn't want to get in a fight with in the prom.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. 100%. No, it's good to see them playing well. Speaking
1: um, speaking of fighting, did you see the one clip from the Norwich, Brandon Williams?
0: Oh, on Erickson? No, that killed me. <laughs> that killed me, dude. He was about to throw a full-on punch. I know, and he looked at him and was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I, you've been through so much. I'm not going to do this to you. Oh, man. No, dude, it was hilarious. I, my oh. boss said that's me at work, and I just lost it. Like, oh, man, it was it was a good... I, literally laughed out, I laughed out loud. Like, Redford like, won that game, right? I
1: believe that, so. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, they did. They did. They should be good now. They have, uh, is that 27 points? Yeah. Ooh. Look at them. They should be okay. They're only one behind Newcastle, theoretically. So good for them. As we get lower on the table. <sighs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Here we go again with them. Here we go again with Everton, man. They are now in 17th. Only one point ahead of Burnley, and they just got trashed, trashed by Tottenham a couple of hours ago, five nothing. Oh boy! If you're an Everton fan, are you are you just like, what do you do at this point? Um, you bring your jerseys and sign an application to support another
1: team. <laughs> That's honestly what you do because oh. I don't. Uh... This club is falling apart. I talk all, you know, I talk all my crap about Everton with the whole Rafa situation. It's just, now it's just coming to fruition. It's just, now it's just, honestly, the stadium might collapse. It's just, you know, you never know what's going to happen with them.
0: Frank's not good, man. He's not. And obviously, you know that firsthand, but he's not good. No, he's... It's a lovely human being, but not a manager. We've talked about this. This has been a main point in this whole episode. They have a good enough roster. They do. They have good players. Like, really good players. It's just...
1: It's just you have... I'm uh, I'm laughing at it
0: because, obviously, they're my rival team. And so I'm having a good time with it. And I like to tell my friend who likes Everton about that.
1: I don't think you should have any friends who support Everton. Don't tell. T- do. Hey, listener, if you're listening, I don't mean that against you. I just mean <laughs>
0: oh, Brian's gonna be like, I'm never gonna be friends with you. I'm again. sorry, Brian. I'm sorry. Uh, Brian. Anyway, it looks inevitable. Uh, they were talking on the USA Network broadcast today during halftime that they are sleepwalking into this. They're sleepwalking into relegation, and if and when they do, everything's gonna change for them. You cannot tell me that any of these players stay. You can't tell me that Richarlison stays, Calvert-Lewin stays, Van de Beek, Dele Alli, uh, Demari, Gray. De- Demari Gray, Decore, Townsend. You can't tell me any of those guys stay. Honestly, no way.
1: I league. think Pickford
0: might be the one that would stay just because I think he's more loyal to the soil over there than anybody else. But man, there's just so much that's just happened really, not even like before Rafa because Let's be real. The secret situation has put a kind of a cloud over. Who? Who? Yeah. Not great. Which that feels like that happened like three years ago. But that was not even a year ago. So we do this every week. So we're going to keep doing it. What three teams are going down? Norwich.
1: Watford. Everton.
0: We're in grants again. <laughs> Burnley. Sean Dyche, man. He's going to find a way. He, like he always does. Yes, they've lost uh they've only won two of their last five games. Damn. But they're just gonna find a way.
1: And Vancouverst, we we he's gonna Vancurst is gonna climb them out of relegation. It's just gonna happen.
0: Oh shoot. Okay. So Watford and Everton play each other. I think we play them. Yeah, y'all do. We play them too in April.
1: <laughs> oh oh shoot, dude.
0: Oh, y'all play them. The last game of the year is Chelsea watford Dude, yeah. Watford, they gotta play City. They got to play Leicester. They got to play Liverpool. They got to play Southampton. They got to play Leeds, Brentford, Burnley,
1: Burnley. Burnley has a chance. They really do. Obviously, they play Brentford next week or this week. They play at home to Man City, Norwich, West Ham, Wolves, Watford. Villa, Tottenham, Newcastle. It's a very doable... I wouldn't say it's the best for them, but it's very doable once you get past those. The hard matchups, obviously. Mm -hmm. Oil FC, Tottenham. But those other ones are very... I think West Ham, that can even get a result out of at least a point.
0: Oh, man, Everton. They got to play Watford, West Ham, Man U, Palace, Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal, Brentford, and Leicester.
1: My gosh.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. That Palace game is... Uh... No, that, no. they played Palace in FA Cup, too. Sorry. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, Norwich is done. Like, we don't need to talk about them anymore. Like, they're, they're just so bad. And I feel so bad for Dean Smith because I really do think he's a good coach. I really do think he's got, like, a great football mind. They're just so bad defensively, dude. They're the worst Premier League defense I've ever seen in my in life. In the mud. In, in the, the mud. mud. And it's like, what else can you do about it, you know? Like, nothing can fix that except re-fortifying that. Because obviously they have decent midfield players and they have semi-decent forwards, even though they've only scored like 16 goals in the league this year. We know they're going down. They're going down. And they'll probably jump back up next year at this point. So let's end with this. We've got just kind of a hit around of non Premier League stuff that I want to talk about. I want to let you take the floor on this first one. Talk about two of your former Chelsea players who are having great seasons on their new teams, Tammy Abraham and Olivier Giroud go. I love Tammy. I will say this whenever we
1: did sell him, I was a little upset. I don't think he was prim ready. I really don't. The game just moves so much faster and he had his stretches at Chelsea that were phenomenal I just think that the Serie A is better suited for him. Um, and obviously you can tell he's scored how many goals? I think he scored twenty, right? He scored his twentieth goal
0: in th- like thirty-two yeah. appearances
1: or thirty-three appearances. It's either
0: eighteen region. or twenty. I can't remember off the top of my head.
1: He's playing so well. Twenty-seven appearances, thirteen goals. But in all competitions, I think it is twenty.
0: Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Because that's including uh the Italian Cup and there are they in Europa? Or were in Europa? Or they I in think conference?
1: so. Conference, I believe. Yeah, they're in conference. Okay. So this week they play against... Uh, I'm going to butcher this. Vitesse? Who is that? It's Who? It's a It's a sixth. They're sixth in the Dutch league.
0: Okay, cool. I like Dutch teams. They have fun names.
1: Vitesse. I think that's what it's called. Or Vitesse. V-I-T-E-S-S-E. Vitesse?
0: Sure, let's say Vatis. Yeah, Vatis. Let's call it Vatis. Call it a day.
1: Okay. Olivier Giroud, I mean, it was hard to let him go. It's going to be very similar to when the day comes where as P leaves. You know, it's kind of on that level. It's just like, you know, he's old. Our club went one direction. He wanted to go another, and he's doing awesome for Milan, who's two points ahead of Inter right now for the league. And so it'll be awesome to see him back in the Champions League, obviously, with their stunt. You know, obviously mm-hmm. this year being in the group of death. But I'm going to throw in another one, if you don't mind. Yes, go time. ahead. Honorable, honorable mention of signings. We're going to stay in Milan. Tomori. Tomori's yes. been playing out of his mind. Yes, I would agree. And so that's kind of another player I want to throw out there because he did not get enough love in the Serie Highly looking forward to his team in season card in FIFA because he's going to have 99 pace. Yes, and absolutely. He's just going to be awesome. So also one more, one more, this is Academy. I, I will say this is Academy. Uh, well, sort of, um, who's on loan. Connor Gallagher.
0: Yes. We love Connor Gallagher here at Dennis and France.
1: He had an amazing game last time around Had an awesome through ball to somebody. I think it was Edward, uh, who put in a ball into, or it was to Zaha to put a ball in the middle. There you go.
0: That's yeah. right. I
1: questioned. <laughs> my, I got everyone mixed up. <laughs>
0: Where, um, why did you say like the Zah! <laughs> Zaha? Zaha! Because
1: that's how they say it like, every time he scores.
0: Like, Zaha! They like, <laughs> like
1: yell it. It's awesome. So I was
0: just. It's, it's like last episode when I was talking about Tottenham and you just said, I don't know Kulu! <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but uh, it just happened.
0: Oh, man. That TikTok that you sent me, him still. <laughs> It's so funny. <laughs>
1: that chant is amazing. <laughs> it
0: really is. If
1: y'all, if listener, if you don't know what we're talking about, look up the Kulu chant for Tottenham. Also, listener in sh- general,
0: just go on YouTube and watch like EPL, like fan section chant videos. Cause they're hilarious. They're actually hilarious. They just, the way that people say cuss words there and the way that they'll just like banter, just their banter is just so good. So please, if you have like an hour of your spare time, just, just go on a YouTube frenzy of watching those videos because they're pretty great no yeah while all these guys at, have been really great
1: and while you're at it watch the previous episodes of this and friends pod that's, the EPL talks. that's
0: true because
1: that'll catch you up on kind of like where we stand whether yes. we're correct incorrect yes um
0: yes so look right. forward to that that's right
1: yeah i think that's it that's all the chelsea alumni um slash monies i want to talk about
0: you think christensen going to bars is a good idea? Yeah. I think so too.
1: I think with him leaving, I think Rüdiger's going to stay. And him and Malang Star And Chalaba. And also, I saw this today um, with the whole owner situation that uh, Jorginho got an offer to Juve.
0: Ooh. Interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: And so they're going to, uh, uh, let's just say, Allegri's trying to persuade him over there. So it's going to be interesting and see if, one, if they can do that. So I can bring him on over there. Cause I think he'll be really good over there and it'll just free Dude, up. What a lot if of, they do
0: a swap <laughs> him with Chiesa. <laughs> Cause you've talked about Chiesa going to Chelsea for like ever. So
1: wouldn't be opposed to it, but I feel like they would be like, all right, Jorginho and like hundred million pounds. I'm like, no, it's going to be like a FIFA transfer. They send you some ridiculous amount of money. i <laughs> yeah. like, no, this Yours is not cash. what it's worth. Yeah. Yeah. Here, Naby Keita, 45 million pounds. No, no, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's like, it's like those NBA trades where it's like, oh, this player, this player, this pick, and cash considerations.
1: This is a little side note, I was doing a Real Madrid rebuild and I sold Carvajal for 125 million euros.
0: Yo! <laughs> to who?
1: Bayern. <laughs>
0: okay, that makes sense. Still, still, though, oh my gosh.
1: I was like, that's so much bring money. me my money. And like, Tony Cruz was like 100 million. I was like, dude. Well, yeah,
0: Tony Cruz will never not be good.
1: Do you think Tony Cruz is worth a hundred million pounds?
0: Not na- not right now. But he's never not going to be. Oh, I'm not, not, not good. taking
1: it away. He's always been good. He's always he's a Mavs fan, which I love.
0: Yes, um, but him and Casemiro will never not be good. It's just the way it is. Like they will be 55 years old, and they'll still be really good.
1: I'll probably be playing beer league, Sunday league with Roberto Carlos. Yeah. i saw i saw a picture today and it was ronaldo r9 ronaldo big and chunky during a charity match oh and roberto carlos is in the bathroom smoking a cigarette (laughs) i thought it was the most awesome picture dude that is
0: hilarious speaking of of mavs real madrid and mavs fans and all that thing have you ever seen the video of derek playing a celebrity soccer game before
1: Yes, I saw the penalty.
0: <laughs> he just like it
1: does not look natural. <laughs> he just yeah, he looked like a little baby. He looked like Bammy going to the ball and then just toe punted it.
0: <laughs> uh, I love that man so much. I could go talk about too. him.
1: Yeah, speaking of which, we're trying to get done before the Mavs game.
0: Yes, so. which we have time. We have a which of we time. have time. Austin FC, who have become kind of our new favorite MLS team, I think collectively between the two of us. Sorry, Dallas. It's, yeah, it's fun. SC Dallas is not that good anyway. They scored 10 goals in two games in their first couple of games of MLS. Isn't that fun?
1: Yeah, it's a farmer's league. No, I'm kidding. True. Uh,
0: <laughs> well, it's a retirement league. That's yeah, it's, better. It's, yeah,
1: it is. And I think that with the expansion of Charlotte and everything, 75,000 fans at the first game.
0: That's a lot of people, bro.
1: That's a lot of people. I think that's, I think that's awesome.
0: It's Charlotte, too of Charlotte, North Carolina of all Charlotte places in America.
1: I mean, they have a basketball team, they don't have a baseball team. Yeah. They don't have, a, they, don't have a, they don't have a hockey team.
0: But yeah, Austin has been really good. They have a they have a guy uh who they signed last summer. He didn't start with them under at the start of the year last year. But they transferred him in from Zenit actually. I thought he was still at River Plate, but he actually was playing for Zenit, and then they transferred him in. Actually, I think he bought out his contract and left early, something like that. His name is Sebastian Driussi, and he's been amazing. He's been one of the best players, not even just on that team, but one of the best players in MLS. And he's only like 25 or 26, so he's still pretty young. And he just is just very dynamic. out on the wing and can play up front and just very, very good technically and is a good finisher, so... He's been very exciting to watch, and they kind of reinforce their team with some uh, some MLS experienced guys. And so, I I mean, I know it's they played the two of the worst teams in the league. To be fair, these first couple of games in Miami and uh, Cincy, but they they have a good shot to make playoffs, I think. So I do too. I think the West is going to be pretty weird this year. Uh, Portland's been weird so far. Seattle has lost their first two games, which is like surprisingly that's very yeah. surprising lafc is always kind of weird galaxy is always weird colorado i don't expect to be as good as they were last year but you never know mm-hmm. so they yeah. have a they have a good chance to sneak up there for sure mm-hmm. cross lake uh minnesota like the, mls is so mention. mls is so weird bro but it's, i think it that's is. part of what makes it fun so mm-hmm. good for them we still got to go see a game we talked about seeing a game soon and we will do that. Yes. Actually you three will. more things. One that I didn't tell you about. This is a sad thing. Did you hear about the uh the situation down in Mexico?
1: Oh the Canetoro and Yeah Atlas.
0: the the big brawl at the stadium, dude. I did I, not see it but I heard about it. Yeah, I didn't see it either. I w- was at a, like I told you earlier, I was at a retreat this weekend and I w- I woke up on Sunday morning at the camp. And I was looking through some stuff on my phone before, you know, I was getting ready. And I saw that Tigris' game had gotten postponed. And I was like, what? Like, how are they already postponing the game? And then I heard about all that happened. Uh, Listener, if you don't know, basically what happened is that in the middle of a a game between... Let me get this right. I don't want to, you know, spew out.
1: Queretaro.
0: Yes, Queretaro and... Atlas. Atlas, yes. Atlas, who just won the league uh, in December. There's a massive, massive brawl between fans. A a lot of people got hurt. Like, I'm reading 23 people are still hospitalized, a few deaths, which is super sad, but I don't think that's official. A lot of people in serious condition, a lot of people in critical condition. It was not pretty. Like, there's in some of the videos, there's people like motionless, like on the ground.
1: Yeah, there's people throwing stuff. There's dudes with. The, I, I'm watching a video right now. This dude has a full-on chair he ripped out, and he's smacking people with it. People are taking the nets apart. They got PVC pipes to hitting people. It's just just not a
0: good look. So they canceled the rest of the games in the league this weekend, and I know there's going to be a lot of um, more punishment over this apparently some state officials got fired they're talking about kicking Cañetero out of the league it's just so sad to see that in in my country in my place of birth and the league that i love so much cuz the mexican league is hysterically entertaining every year and it's just not a good look for a federation and a country who's already dealing with you know threats about if you, you Keep doing the chant. Um, If you keep doing that during national team games, we're going to not have people in the stadium, or you might get points deducted from World Cup qualification. And it's not a good look, considering the fact that the country is hosting World Cup games in four years. It's not a good look for the federation, not a good look for the country, not a good look in regards to like FIFA, like picking them. Like that should not be happening. So it's super sad as somebody who loves Mexican league football. It's just in
1: football in general. It's just like, cause like the only time I hear about, you know, Mexican football is because of you. And so it's just like, that's how I get my news. That's how I get caught up into it. And that's what kind of started me looking into it. And so it's just, you know, it's just sad seeing in just any part of football, it's just not, shouldn't be allowed anyway, but you know, it should not be allowed. Calvin Ridley
0: oh yeah very Oof. off
1: topic i'm Oof. sorry i'm i'm starting no, my fine. three my shames of the week my <laughs> little rants that i go on it seems You're like random. it happens every every episode there has to be some yeah, kind of literally. rant off topic uh, alan ridley betting on games it just doesn't make sense i can't believe that man Not great why would you bet on your own i mean he's not playing so i that's like the little like defense I have for him. He's not playing, so it's not like oh, I'm gonna catch this ball or I'm not gonna catch this ball because I have money on myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it it's just what uh, yeah. that kind of Whoa. irritated me. Yeah. But yeah, not um, great.
0: I'll I'll let you do your your bit here in a sec, but I that wanna, was it. That's uh, all I Okay, cool. So Champions League uh, restarts tomorrow. Second legs of. Half of the round of 16 games are tomorrow and Wednesday. And then the other half is next week. The big news that came out today is that Mbappe got mm-hmm. hurt and is a doubt for tomorrow's game against Real. I have,
1: so... I, if you can see my face right now, I have the biggest grin on my face because guess who said it? <laughs> guess who you said did. it? Real Madrid is coming back.
0: You did. You sure did. I did. Okay. So, I, I mean, I I'm not saying you.
1: that he, even if Mbappe was going to play, I still think that they would have won. Or they are gonna win.
0: Yeah, I I don't think PSG wins tomorrow. I think I think it's over. Um, You can't have your best player on your team get hurt in training. You know, like that's not that's not good.
1: Yeah, my team doesn't, but your team does. I'm just kidding.
0: That was a slight dig, but that kind of that's not a messed up. That's not a messed up. I take it back. I take it back.
1: I take it back. I take it back.
0: Okay, I see how it is. You need
1: better physios.
0: Yeah, true. (laughs)
1: I don't think that's a player thing. That's a physio thing. Yeah, that's fair. So I don't... Uh, yeah, that's not a dig it.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's uh, It's very unfortunate that this is probably how the reign of him being on that team ends because I don't have any faith in Neymar because he's just been hurt and up and down the whole year to trust that without him in the lineup, they're going to be able to pull it off at Madrid too. And Real has obviously been in good form all year. And I expect Benzema to to show up and show out tomorrow or whenever they, I think it's tomorrow. No, it's uh Wednesday, but still not great. Not a great thing. Uh As far as the other matchups go, obviously we both expect Chelsea to win. Obviously man city is going to win because they're already at five. I think the most interesting tie that's left though, <laughs> or two of them is uh Ajax and they're playing Sevilla, right? Is that what it is? I believe that's super so. interesting. But the real interesting one is uh, United and Atletico. How is that going to end? I have no idea. I I actually don't have any idea how that game is going to happen or what's going to happen in that game.
1: I have no clue either, but I think you're missing another draw that I think is going to be very interesting.
0: Which one? Uh, I'm blanking.
1: Bayern and Salzburg.
0: Yep. Yep. yep, 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 Sorry. Yep. Because it's 1-1. I forgot It's
1: 1-1 and I... I reckon. I think Salzburg's at home. No, or are they not?
0: No, they played. At, they played at Salzburg first game. They're at Bayern this one. Okay,
1: never mind. <laughs> never mind.
0: Yeah. Still though, I mean the Still fact that though, they're in it is good
1: because Salzburg has who I think it is. Right? I'm not even going to try to say their name.
0: I don't um, know who, who I who of, I but,
1: think is going to go to a big club soon. Very soon.
0: Uh, they do have Brendan Aaronson.
1: They do. That's who they. Are. Um, who also who should be like going to a big
0: about. club soon because he's who really good. I,
1: about. I think he probably plays for. Uh, I guess I. Yeah, I guess not. Um, but no, Kareem Adiyemi. Yeah,
0: yeah, there you he's go. Very yeah, good. That's his
1: name. Um, and then there's one more guy I was thinking of. I don't think he plays for Salzburg. So I think his name is. I think he's Austrian, but he's been playing really well. I think he's he plays for one of the teams that's in it. I think. Basically, everyone who's supposed to win is going to win tomorrow, but I think Madrid is going to beat out PSG. I think uh, the salary cap this year in the NFL is $208.2 million. so it went up a good
0: $15 million. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. The only and NFL also, news that I've seen least recently besides the Calvin stuff that came out today is that Amari is going to get cut.
1: Amari is going to get cut. Um, the Giants are currently shopping James Bradbury and Saquon Um, they're not franchise tagging Mike Glennon. Some Uh, random fact. Yeah, some random fact that I saw on the internet. What else should I say? Um, LeBron's
0: 56 was a fluke. I mean, true. yeah, they're not going to get out of the play-in.
1: He's saying, oh, I'm playing out of desperation. I think it's just because everyone's resting for playoffs,
0: I think, now. He's playing out of desperation because he wants to beat Kareem's scoring record. That's the only desperation he cares about.
1: I mean, if I were him, I would be doing the same thing if I wasn't in contention.
0: Not a great last few months for receivers who attended the University of Alabama.
1: And cornerbacks and who cornerbacks. attended Stanford. Yes. Richard Sherman played guilty. which That was a scary situation just for his own well-being because I don't want I don't to rehash things. Basically, he kind of had a mental breakdown um, basically talking about just his mental health put two and two together. And it just was not a good situation to end on a high note. Mavs are going to beat the jazz tonight. Um, oh, it's just so. going to happen.
0: I said last episode that we were going to talk more hockey on this podcast. So I want to briefly mention that Jason Robertson has been really awesome for this. That was my other point. Dang it. He was seven goals. First in star of the games. week. Yeah. Two hat tricks. They played really well. I actually got to watch a game finally. I haven't been able to watch that so many stars this year because I didn't have Bally. Um, or I don't have Bally. And they were on TNT yesterday. So it's good to see them play and win against a pretty solid Minnesota team.
1: He's the Luca of the stars. Him yes. and Miro.
0: Yeah. We we love Miro. I oh,
1: would say LeBron, uh, he's out tonight. Yep, I saw that. Went weren't. Draft Combine two, three hundred and forty one, three hundred, yeah, three hundred and forty pound D tackle, running a four eight two.
0: Yep, pretty good, pretty pretty good. Malik Willis has been really great. He's bumping his stock up.
1: I know some drafts, some draft uh, mock drafts have the Giants drafting him.
0: Really? But um, it's not a bad fit. I'll
1: draft him in the second or third round,
0: dude. March Madness starts in a week. You ready?
1: I'm ready. I already have my sleepers for this year. Okay. Well, obviously, you got to depend on the tournaments.
0: Right, right. By the way, listener, if you didn't hear last episode, we're doing a March Madness bracket group under the Dennis and Friends uh, ecosystem. I don't know. I don't know what the right word for that is. Basically, join the group if you want to have your bracket (laughs) compete against everybody else that's going to be in that group. If you want to be a part of it, let me know on Instagram or on twitter or text me or email me or whatever just let me know and i'll get you all the information
1: ecosystem
0: yeah i don't know i'm out here acting like this podcast is like the dennis and
1: friends following
0: yeah yeah there you go thank you that's a better (laughs) word ecosystem
1: you're making us feel like like organisms
0: no no i'm out here acting like this is like a whole universe when it's literally like five people listen to it and like you're one of them well more than five people but so if you want to join that group listeners and clayton i know i'm sure you want to so Mm -hmm. let me know and i'll get you all that information but yeah i'm very excited i i really want to go next week dude because oh there's games here at Diggies. i know i know they're not that expensive either at least the thursday games
1: i i would be down if you're down let me know I, I have class and I can skip it. Okay. Well, Don't fair. tell my mom. Yeah, mom, if you're listening, no. We'll
0: Not figure there. it out off there. Uh,
1: but uh, sorry, uh, quick interruption. Though. I went. Oh, um, there's a fight in the Columbus game uh, uh, between the Maple Leafs and the Columbus Blue Jackets. Right now? Yeah. Oh, nice. It just ended. The Columbus dude won, but <laughs> they're losing three to one. Uh, are you watching it? you know, you know when they, like you pull up ESPN and it's like there. Yeah. That was the first thing I thought of oh, okay. with my gotcha. ESPN Plus.
0: Oh, okay. You have the ESPN Plus, gotcha. Okay. I think that's a good good place to to wrap up at.
1: You have anything to rant about?
0: No. Or is I it don't. just me
1: that always has these rants?
0: No, I I'm done. I'm I'm ready to go watch the game. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're just ready to hang up on me, I know.
0: No, no, I did not <laughs> say that. I did not say that. <laughs> you took it and spinned it to another thing. <laughs> Okay, whatever. Well, I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I know. I know. All right. I keep uh, I keep. That's a, that's a good place to end. Listener, if you're still here, thank you for braving through another long episode. Uh, special thank you to Clayton, as always, for being here. If you want to follow him on social media, his handles would be in the show notes. And in the show notes, you can also find uh, the podcast email, the podcast Instagram handle, my Instagram handle. You can also support financially the podcast if you want to not that you should but if you want to there's a link for there on there i got it is access appreciated to do that so yes if you want to be a part of the march madness bracket group please let me know i'll get you all of the information Yeah, dm
1: starts. dm either dennis and I or josh
0: and or yeah or just literally whoever Justin, anybody yeah <laughs> yeah or noah <laughs> Or no. <laughs> yeah. 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 And we will probably that's probably what next week's episode is going to be about It's going to be about March Madness. So if you want to be a part of the group, you actually need to let me know soon because of the tournament starting next Thursday. So or Tuesday, whenever the first four games are. Anywho, it doesn't matter. Thank you for listening to us, and friends. If you like what you heard, please leave a nice little five star review and rating on Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen to podcasts. Please feel free to share this podcast with your friends and come back next time for plenty more conversations with good people that i love and respect listen to this recommendation for this week is trip Lee, who's one of my favorite rappers ever his album uh the end is the title of it just came out on friday it's his first album in literally like seven or eight years or like oh, studio album. it's been he's, a while yeah uh he's put out on mixtape since then but he's been not doing as much music because he was a pastor at a church in dallas and stuff like that but he out a record, and it's really great, and I love it so much. So go listen to The End by Tripoli if you have not already. Um, it is well worth your time. Okay, that's, that's all I got. So until next time, be good, do good. Bye. Say bye, Clayton. <laughs> wait, wait. It, it didn't even work. Do it again. <laughs> your little audio settings made that uh, super compressed. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Anyway, I kind of, are we done recording? I'm about to. Unless you want to make this a blooper. I'm going to turn it up really high. It's going to be a oh, blooper. I'll have to download the enhancement
0: package. No, don't worry about it. I'll just yeah. that.